All right. Hello and welcome to the first episode of What's the Scuttlebutt? I'm your host, Izzy LaRue, and here with me are my co-hosts, Aaron Rodor and Harold Rucker III. All right, guys, so let's just get into it. Uh, we're going to be talking about the NBA today. And our first topic is, who was the best team in the NBA before the league got shut down? Who wants to go first? I think you should go first so we could hear your absurd answer. Okay. Okay. Well, I think it's pretty obvious and there shouldn't be any other answer, but the Milwaukee Bucks were had the best record. They had the best player in the country. They're obviously the best team. Okay. Are you done? I'm just waiting for you. Like, what do you think? I, I'd have to go with the number one team in the West. Los Angeles Lakers. They got the best player of all time, LeBron James. You already know it. They beat the Bucks. do I need to remind you, before the season ended. And honestly, from if you watch the Bucks closely, I, I honestly think they're just going to, during playoffs, teams are just going to, like, smash the paint. And if Giannis's shooters can't come up with a shot, it's game over for them like last year. That's basically it. Did, did I just hear you say they have the best player of all time? Yes, they have the best player of all time. So they, they have, have Michael Jordan. They have Michael Jordan. The Lakers have Michael Jordan. He came out of retirement for a third time and is on the Los Angeles Lakers. Is that what you're saying? No, they have LeBron James. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm saying. The king of Akron. <laughs> Okay, well, let me just throw some stats at you. The Bucks, their field goal percentage is the second best in the league. Their points per game, second best in the league. They scored the most points in the league. Can do I need to say more? The stats prove that the Bucks, they're they're the best. Literally, no one, no one is coming close to their stats. Sure, they're seventh in the league holding opponents to points, but that's just because they score more points, so they allow opponents to score more, too. I mean, and the Mavs, they almost scored more points than them, but that's because they played two more games. And the Bucks still have the most guess. points in the league. Let me guess. And the scoring, Bucks have a higher free throw percentage. I, I don't know. I haven't looked at that. But let me just say, scoring points is the game of basketball. The more points you score, the more games you win. And they proved that with having the best record in the NBA, being 53 and 12. So I think that they're the best team. They they really have they have the reigning MVP. Arguably, he's going to be back to back MVP. Like there's really I don't see how the Lakers can compare to them. Like I honestly I don't. Well, I think that one team that you guys aren't talking about, and a lot of well, I think you guys in particular aren't talking about is the Clippers. Uh, you know, you got the Clippers aren't getting a lot of respect right now because you know they got the two. They have two very good uh, two-way wings in Kawhi and Paul George, and I think when you look at their team from top to bottom, they overall have the best roster, even though I think the Lakers are a better team when it comes to playoff time, and I think the Lakers will probably win the championship just because they got the best player in the game right now, and AD's, what, top four players, so it's hard to compete with those guys as well. Wait, so I just want to hear this right. You're saying that you think the Clippers are the best team right now, but – you think they would lose to the Lakers come playoff time? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
honestly, I think that the Clippers would beat the Lakers in the same game series. I I see the Clippers and Lakers facing each other in the Western Conference Finals, and I see Kawhi Leonard shutting down your king once again to get to the finals. When did, um, when did he, <laughs> once again, they've never played in playoffs. The only time, two times oh, they played was in the two, they, they played, they never listen, played. listen, they've only Let ever played in time. 2013 and Kawhi Leonard got dropped off. Let's just say that, but he was young. And then the next year, LeBron actually averaged. Do you not remember who and got finals ended. MVP? When, when Kawhi when, was developing, he shut down LeBron to get finals MVP. The player who shuts down LeBron gets finals MVP. He was, Andre Iguodala he proved was, it when he was, he was on, on the Warriors team. in 2015. Okay, there's a okay. word. Warriors, Spurs. Wait, so Izzy, do you think that Kawhi is better than LeBron? Like, just in general? Had to have matchup. LeBron doesn't want the smoke. He, he, he honestly, he doesn't. You see, the first game they played in the season, LeBron, he didn't want to go at Kawhi. He didn't. And the second game, again, LeBron again, didn't again. bring it. LeBron finally brought the third time the teams met. Third time after oh my two God. games. Again, two you're games. going off of reg. I understand the topic is off regular season stats, but we're here. Playoff LeBron is a thing. We all know that's that. true. Yeah, no. Playoff it. LeBron is a different kind of LeBron. <laughs> Thank you. What about what about playoff Kawhi? He was the best player in the playoffs last season. How many times have we he seen put, playoff Kawhi? He put the Raptors. He put the Raptors on his back to win an NBA he, championship. Why the Raptors on his back? They, that was that was the easiest ring he's ever gonna get. Why are people acting like the Raptors? The Raptors weren't a good team without Kawhi. The Raptors are still in a good Kawhi. position without him. They, they were in the Kawhi. Eastern Conference that, that Finals every year with DeRozan. They needed Kawhi. That's simple. They they traded for Kawhi to get a ring, and that's what okay. happened. Okay, but th- it's not like they didn't get super like lucky to get that ring with how many injuries there were. True. That's I, very I, true. I don't I, think that's, I that's don't true. think they would have beaten the Warriors. Any, yeah, I think the Warriors left the Raptors and that got Kawhi right there. Sorry to interrupt. All this, all this stuff about Kawhi being the best. You do realize the Raptors are still second in the East, right? And no, the, yeah, that's my thing is Pascal no one Siakam thought has no one thought Kawhi. No one thought of Kawhi as the best player before he won that championship, and that championship wasn't as like crazy Glamorous. like people like to think it was. Kawhi, Kawhi was being held down in San Antonio. You guys can't disagree with that. He faced an injury just to get out of there. Like what more can you say? Whose problem is that? Yeah, but that's not like we can we can make the argument that if Clay Thompson had played every single game, the Raptors might have not even gotten out of there with a ring. Yeah. Oh, no, not no, even Kevin I, Durant. I agree. Just I agree. Clay Thompson. No, Clay. Game six, Clay Thompson was going to full effect that game. We all, we all know that before that injury, he was starting to heat up. We were seeing a vintage performance right there. But. Playoff Kawhi, he's no joke. We've seen it before, and you're going to see it again. I just we don't have see it. how the Lakers get past the Clippers in a playoff series. I, I really don't. I can tell you how. Their defense. I'm pretty sure the Lakers have most blocks in the league. Their defense is crazy good. Just It's about... It's because AD. AD is a monster about, that we're not talking yeah. about. AD is like the centerpiece to all of this it's about it's about moments 
and moments, moments when players pull up. And I'm telling you, Anthony Davis and LeBron James in the playoffs show up. Yeah. My Anthony only Davis concern, well, Anthony up. Davis hasn't like really. You just said Anthony Davis and the playoffs show up. When yes. have gotten out of the first round? But with LeBron, uh, LeBron will help let me bring him along. Let me, let me answer that question. Let me answer that question. Him and LeBron will go well good together in the playoffs. Let me answer that question. Let me answer that question. Um, what year was it? Anthony Davis faced. Or, do you guys remember the year Anthony Davis? They swept what team? The Portland Trail Blazers, who yeah, were what? The Blazers. Who were third. To get to the second Anthony Davis round, ended up dropping damn win. near 50. He ended up dropping damn near 50 in the last I, game. I know you're talking about, And yeah. averaged about, like, 30 that whole series. So don't tell me Anthony Davis doesn't show up in the playoffs. Because, listen to this, Anthony oh, Davis and LeBron James will show up. I promise you that. The real key that no one's talking about is playoff P himself. <laughs> playoff P. What has he done in the playoffs? Someone, ever since his injury, what has playoff P done in the playoffs? Someone tell me. He hasn't done anything. I'll, I'll give you that. But exactly. are we forgetting what Kawhi did to the Sixers? Like, are we just forgetting about that shot? The six, are we really going to forget about that shot? You cannot compare the Sixers to the Lakers. How I'm you, just saying, you're talking about listen, That's the moment. That's the moment right there. Yeah. At home against Philly. That was a good shot. Some might even say that was a lucky shot. Okay, it's not even some might say. That was a lucky shot, and we all know it. No skill goes into making yeah. a shot like that. I don't care what anybody says. That was a lucky shot, and he got lucky, but we'll give it to him. Yeah, I know. That, that was, was like a, any Kawhi, type of day that could have went out. Kawhi came up clutch, but I think leaving the Raptors was a big mistake. Week, his only competition would have been the Milwaukee Bucks. Right now, his only competition would have been the Bucks. But instead, he decided Actually, to leave so he can go where and face the West? That, that proves how much of a competitor he is. He doesn't no, want to be in the like LeBron. He doesn't want to be in the Easy East like LeBron was. He wants to go to LA that where is LeBron not, is and take that city from the Lakers and make it a Clippers city. No. That's, that's what Kawhi's doing. But it's never going to be the Clippers city, ever. Like, proof competitiveness except proof that he wanted Kawhi if Kawhi brings a championship to the city of L.A. before LeBron does, it's a Clipper city. You're I don't see how you would be a Lakers never. fan. I don't never. see how you would be a Lakers Ka- fan. Ka- listen, Kawhi Leonard... It'll never, ever be a Clippers city. Kawhi Leonard can win the next three championships I'm in a row, you. and it will still not be a Clipper city. Do you know the amount of history the Los the Angeles Lakers have? Lakers have? I don't care who... He can it win in a row. Doesn't matter. I mean, times are changing. In New York, it always used to be a Knicks city. Times are changing. Becoming the Nets fan. Net, times are changing. That's all I can say. Times are changing. But the Nets stink. History doesn't cut it out anymore. <laughs> the Nets suck. History does not cut it out anymore. But the Nets suck. The Lakers okay. don't. Dude, the, the Lakers are in the position to win a championship. The last time the Lakers won a championship was 2010. If the Knicks had a superstar, if the Knicks had a superstar, if the Knicks had a superstar like Brooklyn has a superstar, do you think that people would be jumping on the Nets bandwagon like they are? No. No. Who wants to play for the Nets? Because they're not in a position to win. They suck. KD said it himself. No, I wouldn't want to play for the Knicks either. No, actually, no. Ah. I want to help them win. I want to help them win. If you go to the Knicks, you know you're going to get paid. 
It's a it's a matter of money over a championship and players those are taking two co- Those two organizations aren't the same. You can't compare them. Those two situations are like completely different. All right. Well, let's get into the second topic now. Um, should the team with the best record be crowned the 2020 NBA champ? Would and you like me to go first? Yeah, go first. Go first. I want to hear what you want. Hell no. Yeah, no. You crown the team with the best record. Oh, I think my thing was shut. Can you hear me? Why would you crown the team with the best record NBA champs? How many times has the team with the best record actually won the finals? I know it happens, but from my recollection, did the Raptors have the best record? I don't remember in the league last year. Um, I mean, they probably did. I don't. The, I don't when the Cavs won it, did they have the best record? No, no. The when the Warriors. Mavericks won it, did they have the record? No. See, like you okay. can't. Playoffs is a different animal. Okay, but we're not talking about the playoffs this season right no, now. No, but the or thing is, right now, or at least right now, we're mm-hmm. not talking about the playoffs. We're talking about should the best team be awarded the championship trophy? And mm-hmm. I think if there's not, I think if I think there's not going to be a playoffs, mm-hmm. and if they are going to award it. It should go to the Bucks because they've proven themselves only having 12 losses themselves at with that point in the season. The Warriors had nine losses. Oh, hey, just okay. to bring up, the they Raptors had... didn't have the best record last year as the Bucks. There we go. Again, let's, okay. just, let's just take a moment to imagine if the season had been postponed last year and we decided to hand the Milwaukee Bucks. No, yeah, like I, I also agree that is that, that doesn't make any sense. What, there just shouldn't be a championship. In, exactly. There shouldn't be a champion in general if you're not going to have an NBA season because there's no actual champion. Like the regular exactly. season is the regular season. That's not the postseason. There's a difference. So what you're there's a difference in play. Be an asterisk on the season. Just yeah. like with nothing, just with nothing. Yeah, I mean, if it's over, it's or or just continue at a later date. In the playoffs, they can only continue it before June. Other than that, they need to forget it. Okay, well, let, let, that brings us into our next topic. Should the NBA season be salvaged or should it be canceled? What do you guys think? Um, I think if. So usually the season opens in October. It's the I think honestly it should be the players' decision because it's going to be their off season, and if they want to continue it starting from the playoffs because regular season is done, that ship is sailed. If they want to continue it starting from playoffs, the players should decide, and then they should just do playoffs until about um, before October when the actual season starts, and see if they can get like a month off. But if it reaches all the way to past June, I think they should just forget about it because there's no point of ruining two seasons just to save one season. Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree with that, that they should do whatever it takes to get the season finished because I think it would really suck for the teams that were ready to win a championship. Like, it seems like the Clippers, like, it would seem like it was their year. And, of course, the Clippers' misfortunes, the season got canceled, basically. But Are you high? I've, I've, I've <laughs> <laughs> the, the team that was gonna win the Clippers, the Clippers' misfortune. What are you saying? 
I said the team that was suited to win the championship, one of the teams, the Clippers. Anyway, <laughs> um, there's been all kinds of talks of what to do with the season, with players-wise. There's been talks of resuming the season, or at least starting the playoffs and um, on a cruise ships. You know how in in Las Vegas they have all those oh, basketball courts there. They were going to, like, rent out hotels and just have the players there play in front of no one. Um, I know Dana White for the UFC, he's talked about buying an island and just mm-hmm. having his fights right there. I don't know how that would work with the NBA because you would have to create courts and stuff. And I don't know if anyone – it would be kind of weird just playing on an outside court on an island. I don't know. I just – that would be kind of weird to see for the NBA. But, I think those would be – I think those are pretty, like, awesome alternatives that they're coming up with so far. I think those are all, like, really cool ideas. Um, as of, like, as thinking about, like, should they bring back the season, I kind of hope they do. But, I, like you guys are saying, they shouldn't try to jeopardize, like, the season going forward. Obviously, if it's going to come into, like, contact with the next season, then it's obviously, like, not worth trying to save the rest of this one. But if they can mm-hmm. do it, I think they should. And I think, like, the – the cruise ship and like other ideas like the island like those are pretty awesome ideas it's just more like you also have to think about like the families like how are they going to implement like everyone's families and stuff too because I doubt it would just be these players going off like only the players and only they get to be on this island where they're doing whatever like obviously they want to bring their families their kids and stuff like that too so you kind of have to think like what are they going to do like with their families and stuff mm-hmm. I I honestly think this is all Stupid and a lie. Stupid because NBA is about the fans. Sorry to tell you this. It, imagine watching a basketball game without fans. That just sucks the whole life out of it. If there's no fans, I don't think they should do it. There's no fans. I mean, yeah, I think we've all it's seen gonna be the quiet. videos of like yeah. Kawhi's shot against the Sixers and like with no one there and it's just all quiet and it's just yeah, like that, sneakers. That I, would not be worth it. It wouldn't. And, have the same emotion, so especially NBA playoffs, you need the mm-hmm. emotion of the fans there. The players feed off of that. Yeah. And you see and it all the time. I remember, um, I think it was either the Heat or I forgot who, but um, Kevin Hart was talking about the Sixers against someone's team. I think it was I think it was against Dwayne Wade, and he he got Dwayne Wade so mad that Dwayne Wade had to put the Sixers away. I just remember like. Players feed off of fans, like especially on, on a, away games when fans are heckling them and everything. They internalize that and they're like, okay, well, you're going to be talking like this to me? Well, I'm just going to have to put your team away. Yeah, I remember, and I like, think oh, – yeah. yeah, continue. No, 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 I'm done. All right. No, even on like the lowest of like when you think about like athletics, like we played – we all played in high school. So like even like just feeding off the high school crowd that like, you can imagine like – on the level that's like for like a professional athlete. So like, it's kind of like taking something away from the game when you're not able to like interact with fans and stuff at games, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And also I say it's a, it's just not going to happen because this whole, like the Dana White Island thing, the cruise ship thing, I think these are all just like, they're just giving us hope. They're giving us hope for something that's never going to happen. The, I, do I mean, not believe. the NBA is not saying it. It's just people saying that these have been 
Exactly. Explore. Like they're not going to purchase an island. Come on now for a freaking season. They're not going to cruise ship. Come on. We know what happens when you go to a cruise ship right now. They're not about to go on a cruise. <laughs> no player in their right mind is going on a cruise ship. Come on now. So I honestly think this season's either over or yeah, this season's over. That's mostly it. I hope I'm just saying I want it to be this way because I'm hoping, but in reality, if we look at the facts, this season's over. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to say it, but today was uh, supposed to be the first day of NBA playoffs. Yeah, yeah so. season's over. And honestly, <laughs> there have been talks of also not having an NFL season or even collegiate sports seasons in, in the fall, too. So I don't think if those things don't start, I don't see how the NBA would resume. Yeah. I'm just mad we missed March Madness. March Madness is is <laughs> it was Oregon Deer. It was Oregon Deer on the men's and women's side. That's all I can say. Women, Sabrina was on a revenge tour. <laughs> you're, men, you're high. Payne Pritchard, he was about that. That's all I can say. Whatever you want to tell yourself. All right, let's move Kentucky, on. Next I don't topic. see Kentucky doing anything. All right, okay. let's, let's move on. You're high. <laughs> All right, so who is your guys' MVP for this season? Um, I ooh, as of right now, I'm at like I'm at a crossroads because I still can't pick between Giannis and LeBron. But at the same time, I I would have liked the season to end before I had to pick because I feel there's always like a clear, almost a clear cut winner at the end of the season because prior to the season ending we tend to like live on hype and all that so as of right now if I had to go with someone I would still say that um what's his name uh I would say Giannis <laughs> probably has the edge <laughs> LeBron by a little <laughs> but I I feel like it's a season where they keep going and end um LeBron might have taken over the MVP. Okay, Harold, who's your MVP? No, I, I agree with that, actually. Um, <laughs> I agree with that. Um, I, I think it was really close. I think, uh, LeBron, I think LeBron was starting to come on more as the season was going on, and I think he was making more of a push, like Aaron was saying. I think it would have been better if we got to see out <laughs> towards the end of the season what LeBron would have been playing like and maybe we would have been able to make a better judgment. But it's in, like what Giannis has done is incredible. So it's hard to deny him that stat or those, like, accolades anyway. So I think you have to kind of give it to Giannis just for what he's been doing. If the season is to end, like, how it's supposedly ending, I think you have to give it to Giannis. I mean, what happened to your king, Aaron? What happened to you guys as a king? You guys were – No one ever said – we're just stating the facts. LeBron, yeah. yeah. But we're just no, stating I, the facts. I agree. I, I agree with you guys. It's obviously Giannis. He has the best team – once again in the NBA, he was leading them to the finals, I believe. He actually he got his first like little taste of defeat last series. I mean last year against Kawhi. And now he wants to run it back. And he has shooters yeah. around him with Dante DiVincenzo. The Lopez brothers, they can stretch the floor. Like I don't they're one of the best centers to stretch the floor in the league. Like I honestly it's dangerous to leave them out. It's just crazy how much they can stretch the floor. And Giannis, he was he was really about it that season. So I think he was a clear cut MVP. You could make an argument for LeBron, but people forget. 
I don't know if people will really talk about this, but he ages like wine. Like, he honestly does. Like, I don't think I've ever seen an, any player in any sport age as well as LeBron has aged. Honestly, you could say that he's added more components to his game more than any player has. And it's just, it's amazing to see how much he's evolved from entering the league into now, into where he at in his you life. You could say he's the king of accuracy. <laughs> Born I mean, December he 30th, year. 1984. One Gloria James. He ain't the king of nothing. <laughs> but at the same time, um, I... I I can understand the Milwaukee Bucks making the final, but we also have to bring in consideration. I'm I'm thinking back, and I think this may be, correct me if I'm wrong, this may be one of the like, weakest, other than the Bucks, this may be the weakest the East has ever been. I mean, Complete the East weakest. has been weak for, for a while now. I mean, no, the East has been weak year, since LeBron left. Last... Call it for what it is. The LeBron East has been weak. He was in a weak East as well. He was in a weak East. Yeah, he was in a weak East, but he was like yes. his. He was the strong team because he was there. Yeah, exactly. And no one wanted to go to the East because he was there. Let's call yeah. it for what it is. Because and, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, no one wanted to go to the East alone. Uh huh. All right, so we're all in agreement that's the honest. <laughs> The goat, the Greek freak. All right, so what are, you guys chill out. From, <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts about the whole Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert situation? If I personally, for me, that's a, a hard relationship to mend. For me, if I'm Donovan Mitchell or if I'm in his shoes, because like Rudy Gobert was kind of treating it like it was a joke in the first place. So for me, like how you were treating it like it's a joke, and then now I actually like got it like you got like I I understand like it's business at the end of the day and we're here to win a championship so like in that perspective I'd say yo like let's go get this done but like friendship wise like I don't know how like you guys can like mm-hmm. make that cool uh I have a I question mean, was it what? proven like I never I've done my I've read about this but was it ever proven that can they tell who had the virus first because um, for all they, we they know, Honestly, for all we know, Donovan Mitchell actually had it before Rudy Gobert. But yeah, no, if it was, you could make that <laughs> argument, but because of how the symptoms they're dormant for two weeks, so it couldn't have not shown symptoms in Donovan. But it doesn't really make sense because Rudy Gobert had flu-like symptoms before mm. anyone else on the team did. Yeah, and so that's why everyone was getting on him in the locker room and everything, and saying, "Dude." Just like don't touch our stuff or anything, and he took it as a joke. You saw that video of what he did at that press conference, touching all the mics, and he was touching the reporters' phones too. He had the coronavirus and was touching reporters' phones. They, you know, with your phone, you touch it all the time. You put it on your face when you make calls and everything. So they could have contracted the virus as well and then given it to their families. It was just really irresponsible of him to do that. Like I get it. Yeah. Oh, like oh, how can I get the coronavirus and all this? But I think he needed to take it a little more seriously. Yeah, yeah like, I I agree with that. But at the same time, I'm looking at this through Rudy Gobert's eyes. We have to understand and like the issue everywhere other than the United States. When this happened, the United States has like 
less than what? Maybe 15 cases? So what are the chances? Um, what were the chances of Rudy Gobert actually getting it when it was less than 15 cases? He probably thought it wasn't a big idea and it was irresponsible and all. But at the same time, there, at the time, let, let's be honest, there were so many people who would have done the same thing and okay, not, like, taking this as seriously. I don't, I don't believe what? the same to that extent. Because, like, I don't think there's – it takes, like, a certain mindset to, like – like not to, like, call out Rudy Gobert, but a certain, like, more childish mindset to go off and, like, do something like that. Thank you, because, like, you have to think about it, too. If I had the flu and like, I, I wouldn't be going around, around everyone's stuff and I was, like, touching their stuff and coughing on them, yeah, I would get knocked out. Like, someone would knock me out and be like, get away yes, from me. Like, what are because you because you're not 7'1". Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just like that. Like, anytime you're sick, you know to recuse yourself from people you just you mm-hmm. isolate yourself and you heal up so then you don't get anyone else sick it's just it's common sense it, it really is what it is like if you whether he thought he had the flu or the coronavirus or not it's just common sense don't be around people and don't be touching their stuff when you're sick because they can get sick too so do you think one of them is going to get traded or what's going on honestly I doubt one of them will get traded. I don't think it will be that bad because they'll have a lot of time to to heal that relationship. But you got to think about it, what Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. was thinking too because he has family. Yeah. And they could have gone sick too. And he was forced to be in isolation. Was it like two weeks or a month? I forgot. It was in between that, right? Mm-hmm. So he was by himself for that amount of time. Imagine <laughs> just being by yourself because an idiot decided – to do something that wasn't necessary. True. If the, I honestly feel like if they want to go far in, in like in terms of team chemistry, they have to like hash this out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. I think yeah. it's better for the team overall that they stay together. Because I mm-hmm. mean, like you have this superstar defensive player and then this upcoming like superstar mm-hmm. in Donovan Mitchell. Like it's smart to keep them together. But I mean, if it comes down to it becoming something that they can't fix and they have to like get rid of one, I feel like it. You have to get rid of Rudy Gobert. I feel like Donovan Mitchell's too important as like a like a superstar cornerstone young piece that you like you have to keep around for like a while because you never know. Like if you drop the right talent around him, maybe something can happen. I totally agree. Yeah, if it did come down to it, it would have to be Rudy Gobert. Donovan Mitchell, he, he's just too important to that team. You, you see <laughs> what he can do. Yeah. Okay, Kobe. Okay, Kobe. <laughs> You got to get rid of the center because the shooting guard is too important. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. but I think, oh, like, you got to understand, you know, uh, Donovan Mitchell's a lot younger, you know, and he did just come off of, like, a tremendous season last year. So, like, you only you, you know he has upside, like, a lot more upside. Rudy Gobert, yeah, he's, you know, he's this great defensive player, but I think, you know, you can you can replace great defensive centers. You know, there are plenty of them out there. And I think, you know, I, I agree. Donovan I agree. I think trading him, we would see him cry again like he did when he was in for the All-Star two years ago, <laughs> the All-Star game. And honestly, I don't want to see him crying like that again, so I hope they don't trade him because that that wasn't pretty good. <laughs> wow. All right. What's Never the next know. topic? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So it came out a couple of days ago that – Steph and Clay were going to be traded for CP3 in 2011. Your thoughts? Um, I'm pretty sure that 
someone denies that accusation, but if we can't always take what we hear in the news is like the hard true facts because you know the news is always lying. But if that were an actual like to actually happen, uh, I honestly would understand because it's 2011. I mean, wasn't this like when Clay Thompson was just drafted? Yeah, so that was like. Yeah, basically he's a rookie. Plus, Steph Curry was dealing with injuries. At the time, if we had all been talking about this trade, we would have been like, yeah, you're an idiot for not, like, trading them too for Chris Paul. If no. No, yeah, I, I definitely. Because mm-hmm. they I developed and think it's stupid, but back then it would have been, like, it would have been a good trade for the Warriors. And, but and it would have come back to buy too, Would they get the same amount of championships that they have now on the Warriors? That no, they would have gone zero championship. with the Hornets. You can make it because they're the best backcourt shooting backcourt in the NBA history. Like, like I don't see any other backcourt duo shooting better than them. But you can also make the case that what Mark Jackson did for those Warriors players, especially Draymond Green, Stephen Clay, it was foundational for their championship run because you have to remember. Mark Jackson Jackson got fired after they lost in the first round in 2014 in in Game 7 against the L.A. Clippers. After that, he got booted, and in came Steve Kerr. And the Warriors, that's when they started their run of five straight finals appearances. And I think Mark Jackson, Jackson, he doesn't get the due that he deserves with the player development that he's done for Curry and Clay, and believing in Steph, too, the organization, because – Remember, fans didn't agree when Monte Ellis got booted out of Golden State. They wanted Steph Curry to be the one who got booted out. But look how it turned out for the Warriors. Yeah, no, I think you really can't blame them for, you know, wanting to make that trade back then. Um, You know, obviously it's a good thing they didn't because Clay and Steph obviously turned out to be the people they did, winning all the championships and becoming the best shooters of all time. So it's a good thing they didn't, but it's kind of like, you know, it's understandable. Uh, back in the 2011, Clay just got drafted, so it it makes sense. Or mm-hmm. it made more sense back then than obviously it does now. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go to a topic that's been talked about a lot, but we might as well talk about it. Um, who owns L.A.? <sighs> Yeah, skip over this one. This isn't even a there's question. No, there's not there's, even a question. There, yeah, we obviously, can't yeah, argue yeah. over this way. Yeah, like you, you guys are right. You guys are right. It's definitely the Clippers. You guys are right. All right. You're um, high. What? <laughs> well, what? It's the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard, PG-13, Pat Bev, Montrez Harrell, Lou Will. Do I need to keep on going? You can't no. own a real estate without a championship. Izzy. You do not understand the history the Lakers have in L.A. Like, my goodness. Okay, but the, I'm talking about right the Clippers, now. The Clippers can be better than the Lakers. The Clippers can be better than the Lakers for the next five years, and it still won't matter. They can be better for the next ten years. It won't matter. It won't matter. And then okay, right but I'm now, about right now. Well, right, right now, now we don't know because there was no playoffs. And in the and that's the, what the, I'm saying. The, the Clippers, Lakers would have beaten the Clippers in a seven game series. And where do you get this evidence? 
from their head-to-head matchups. In regular season. Clippers are 2-1 and one against the Lakers in their head-to-head mm-hmm. matchups. If we, if we come back here on Tuesday, I can give you plenty of data showing a team getting swept in the regular season in head-to-head matchups and then ending up thrashing the other team in the playoffs in either five okay. or six games. Regular season doesn't mean anything. I want you to hear yeah. me now and hear me loud and clear. Regular season is nothing. We don't care if they had swept the Lakers. We really don't care. We want to see when it matters the most, when it's do or die, who comes out of the fire. And Kawhi has proven it's him. And how has LeBron not proven? Wait. He has three chips, is he? What is, what is his Look at the record? Record? how many times LeBron, has LeBron been to the finals? LeBron's finals? Just look what's at how many times he's been to the finals in the last well, what's 10 his years. Finals record? What's we're, not his finals look, record? we're not looking at finals records because those, both teams won't even meet in the finals. So that that doesn't even help you in this argument. LeBron has as many chips as Steph, Steph and Clay and the Golden State Warriors in their five-year championship run. That's all I got to okay. say. Okay. And how many That's finals have you seen? versus one person. I'm a Warriors fan, and I'm saying, dude, you cannot take away from LeBron. LeBron is literally running this thing right now. That LeBron is how old, killing it. He's dogging Kawhi. I'm telling you. You, you can't. Yeah, but he, he runs, in Miami he runs the Lakers. Three. He only got two chips out of that. Two, yeah, two out of four. I mean, to me, to Do you me, not people, remember what he was doing? He's like, not one, not two, not three. That's right, not three. You didn't get three. Okay, Izzy, I honestly think you're just hating. People, the Miami team, we have to look in consideration. By 2014, Dwayne Wade was not the same Dwayne Wade. No, yeah, definitely. That 2014 game, Dwayne Wade was not the same. So I, I didn't expect much out of that. 2007, we can't even talk about 2007. 2007, you know why no one brings up the 2007 NBA Finals? Because they can't, you, you cannot put that blame on LeBron James. That's why no one brings it up. 2015, no, that's true. 2015, 2015, we would be able to put the hate on him. But the next year when the Warriors choked it, they... They basically proved every fan that he would have won the year before if he had that he would have won the year before if he had help. Yeah, I mean we're not gonna get into the three one this because I think no no, no yeah yeah no I'm that. not gonna the, the thing go about that is that. I think you can always make the case going back to what you were saying Aaron I think you mm-hmm. can always make the case that it like players rise to the occasion more so so like I you can make the you can make the argument that yeah. If LeBron had the help, they would have won. But you could also make the occasion, and you could also make the argument that Steph and Clay and Draymond they would have rose to the occasion to play against like the better players at the uh, uh I would make that, but as we all know, and you guys can't even can't you guys can't even <laughs> deny this. Stephen Curry is not known for showing up in the finals. I'm sorry. No, that's it. true. This is a known fact. We all know this. Yeah, no, 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 it's not, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility to assume that they would mm-hmm. elevate their level of play if it came down to it when they had to play against tougher competition. True, he's had five chances. He might have elevated it to six. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> see what the Warriors do next season, uh, being all healthy and stuff and having the, supposedly having the number one uh, pick in the NBA draft. All right, speaking of um, new players in the NBA, um, Jalen Green, he's going to the G League. He's foregoing his uh, college eligibility and going straight to the G League. Thoughts on that? 
Uh, I think best decision of all time. Why would you go to the NCAA where they're literally like extorting these players? The NCAA made so much money off Duke basketball last year. They made billions of dollars off Duke basketball. And how much how much did Zion Williamson, RJ Barrett, and Cam Reddish and Trey Jones, the starting five, how much did the starting five make? Someone please answer that question for me. Wait, what did you say? I, I didn't hear you. <laughs> Duke, NCAA made billions off Duke basketball. And I want to know how much Duke starting five with Zion Williamson and them, how much did Duke starting five make together combined? I mean, I think Zion alone would have made at least a million just based off endorsement. No, no, I'm asking you, how much did they make combined? I, oh, that that's money. Of endorsement money. Yeah, they didn't. Of that they money. Penny. None. They didn't make a single penny. Exactly. The NCAA is extorting these players. These players don't understand, and we don't. No, the players, I, they do understand this. Players, no, the, they don't they like did, the NCAA at all. Then why are they going there? They don't have to. Sometimes it's their only option. Sometimes their parents uh, force them to no, go to yeah, school. No, yeah, because I feel like they, they, think, I think they think that because there's so much, like, so many good players that are in college basketball already, that that's one of the best sources or one of the best places they can get their best kind of, like, action from. In the sense that that's where they're going to they get their best competition from. And you're also going to judge like, higher platforms. Like, when you make it to the, um, like, March Madness and stuff like that, you're being judged based off, like, those special games that you play and, like, how important those games are. I don't think these yeah, players but now understand players... that they have other options. No, I'm yeah, not, now, not they sure. now, now they've been shown. LaMelo Ball, Jalen Green, all these other players who've gone overseas or gone straight to the G League, they've shown other pathways for players to do. And I think that's going to start as a trend because players, they want their money as soon as they get out of high school. You see all these high school freak athletes. They have all these followers. They're being shown on overtime, house of highlights and everything. And they're being shown like they're ready to play in the NBA, but they're forced to have the one year of professional eligibility before they go into the draft. And so mm-hmm. now they're shown, oh, you can go overseas, get money there, or you can go now to the G League and actually be groomed by NBA coaches to play in the league. Mm-hmm. And I think because he's getting paid uh, 500K for this year, yeah. and I think he make at least a million just based off endorsements because now he can sign shoe deals, all kinds of other deals that athletes can't do in college. And athletes, they know this. They don't like the NCAA at all. That's why they're excited that California passed that um, – that act, what was it called again? You guys remember? Equal uh, Pay Act or something? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And so athletes all across the country, they want that now because now California is looking more appealing now because, oh, if I go to California, I can make money. Yeah, and I think it's Florida all about it. Yeah. And I also think so, with that being said, a lot of other colleges are going to follow suit with that because, like, they're going to feel like if other – because obviously athletes are going to want to make money while they're, like, while they're playing. So obviously they're gonna to want to start going to places like in California to make money while they're playing. So obviously other colleges are gonna follow suit and try to match that. So to keep mm-hmm. the playing field equal because obviously they're not gonna to want to lose out because they can't pay an athlete. Can we give credit to Lavar Ball for he kind of influenced this? We gotta give the man credit. I hey, mean, we love yeah, Lavar. Yeah, he kind of did pulled them out of high school. Went to Lithuania. Mm-hmm. 
Never lost. Remember that. <laughs> Undefeated. Never lost. <laughs> All right. And the next topic. Um. Well, that's actually it for today, guys. Oh, we can got, I? We got, what, do you have anything you want to say? Yeah. yeah since we were talk talking, about? since we were talking about uh, Jalen Green. And we still haven't talked about something really important, and we're all on the basketball topic. Who do you guys think is going number one in the NBA draft? Honestly, okay, let's just say for discussion's sake that the Warriors have the first pick in the draft, and they don't mm-hmm. trade away that pick. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't, honestly, I don't like, I don't like any of these players in this year's draft. Like, sure, Lamelo can play and all of that, but. For as a Warriors fan, I don't want him on my team because we don't need him. We saw what happened with D'Angelo; it 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 didn't work out. I think James Wiseman would be the best pick for the Warriors, just because they don't really have a set five. Kevon Looney, he's good, but he's always injured, and I just I don't see them picking anyone else. I don't see them picking a guard. They could pick a forward, but I think that they would go with James Wiseman. Yeah, I agree with the James Wiseman pick. I think we need more of a center. I don't think we're looking at any type of guard. So, as much as I love LaMelo Ball, I don't think we're going to pick him, which is fine. But, um, yeah, I think we're going to go James Wiseman. Yeah. Uh, first of all, no one expected the Warriors to pick LaMelo Ball. And they expected him to pick James Wiseman. This is not news to anyone. But, yeah. But in terms of – honestly, I think – this draft is the only draft where you can look at and say there is no that player. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Like, That's what every I'm draft, there's that player. Zion Williamson, Carl Anthony Towns, who else? Ben Simmons, all that. This draft, teams are just picking off what they need. Exactly. I, I'm not even sure who's going to be good. Maybe Anthony Edwards might be, like, end up being really good in this draft because I've heard. I've heard about him. I've watched him. He's he's as advertised, or James Wiseman. Who knows? But this draft, I still haven't seen like a player which I can put my money on and automatically say that guy's like he. That's that guy. Like you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 You saw in college. You in college basketball this season. You really didn't see a player that was that yeah. guy. Sure, Obi Toppin got the Wooden Award, but if you didn't really watch a day in basketball, you didn't hear who Ovi was. <laughs> We're just being honest right here. Like, there wasn't, like, last year, since since Zion announced that he but even before, they are talking about how he's going to be the it player in the yeah. NCAA. And you saw from the first game how packed that stadium was, how many views he brought in. Zion, he's just, he's marketable. I don't really see anyone in this draft marketable. Mm-hmm. You can go with LaMelo. But then again, like, he just doesn't have that star power that Zion has, that natural star power. Lamello I think LaMelo has, oh. I think has the, like, the potential to get to be, like, not on the star level of Zion, obviously, because Zion is like, oh, my God, the next LeBron James. Like, everyone views Zion as, like, this like this transcendent talent, which well, he is. He, like, he's, he's just yeah, he's, amazing. Yeah. But he's, like, on, a, like, another level that you really can't get to. But I think, like, in terms of marketability, I think LaMelo is up there. Like, he's definitely going to be a player that, like, you're going to hear a lot about regardless. Because I think he's going to do great in the NBA when he gets there. But I think even if he doesn't, you're still going to hear about him regardless. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, 
Well, I just want to say one more thing. Um, what was your guys' thoughts of um, Oregon's own Sabrina Unescu going number one in the WNBA draft? Uh, I mean, she's honestly done a lot. I'm I'm not really a WNBA or a, just a women's basketball in general because I I mostly am into dunks, and I'm not sure if – I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way, but I remember about two years ago, Tracy McGrady came up with the idea of maybe they should lower the hoops, and a lot of people thought that was like – he was like being like mean or something. I don't want to use the word, but – um, honestly, I wouldn't mind. I think they should go with the idea for lowering hoops because part of basketball is, can you just imagine them dunking? Tell me that you wouldn't tune cool. in. I would tune yeah. in to watch them dunking. I think cool. they should. They do have some women dunkers, but not everyone in the league can do it. Not mm-hmm. even everyone. Yeah, no, it takes a special kind of female athlete to be able to You dunk. don't expect Isaiah Thomas to be dunking. So, mm-hmm. But in terms of her going number one, uh, congratulations to her and like i've yeah. seen i've heard of the fact that i heard about her in like a espn thing where they were talking about like she basically like crossed the barrier like you don't see like certain espn talk shows talking about women's basketball but yeah, that's no, where yeah. i saw it so i knew even though i'd never watched her i knew if they were talking about her and her stats she must be really good yeah not only um um, she get drafted in the top 10, but two other Oregon Ducks did as well. The um, Satu Sabali, she got drafted number two overall. And Ruthie Heber got drafted number eight overall. So that was, that was just a big day for the Ducks in general. Um, shout out to my school. Um, we doing it out here. We produce players. No one does it like us. Hey, how, how many NBA players do you produce? I'll wait. <laughs> uh, Jordan Bell. Um, Bobo. How many um, of them are starters? What's that one guy, Brooks? I forgot his name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you mean Dylan Brooks? The fact that I yeah, even Dylan I know Brooks. this. Okay. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. Alright. Yeah. Alright, so, um, first episode, done in the books. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys for um listening tuning in and wherever you guys are watching or listening to this on youtube or wherever we put this on podcast wise um my co-host did an amazing job today um next episode is next tuesday tune into that and um thank you for listening to what's the scuttlebutt i'm your host izzy larue and uh we out See you guys. Mm-hmm.